Super Bowl has ended. The Los Angeles Rams are the NFL champions. You know, today's Lemon Pepper Parlay podcast is a melancholy one for me at least because I really, truly wanted the Cincinnati Bengals to win. TJ, I don't know how you felt as a former Cincinnati Bengal, but as a former All-Pro, as a former Cincinnati Bengal, I know you sat there watching the Super Bowl just like I did. What was your biggest takeaway? Uh, you know what's crazy? When you bring up All-Pro, I was an All-Pro more than I was a Pro Bowler. Ain't that crazy? That just goes to show you that some of the additions and how these voting, is, is, something's not adding up right. But that, that doesn't make any sense that. at all. I, it made me think about that because of Richard Sherman's comment about uh, Matthew Stafford. Sure. But it's like the game for me, I, I guess I would say it was bittersweet. Um, and, and I say that because I picked the Rams to win the Super Bowl, as you know, before the season started. So two years in a row, I've picked the eventual Super Bowl champ prior to the season started, starting. And, and so, and I'm very friendly with some of the coaches, specifically the receiver coach, he was my coach. And so to see the Rams win is good. This might sound like I'm, I felt like the Bengals got, I wouldn't say robbed of a victory, but they didn't get a fair shake at it. I don't believe you officiate the game one way for 58 minutes and then you change in the last two minutes of the game. And people will point out, oh, man, T. Higgins grabbed Jalen Ramsey's face mask. He did. It should have been a penalty. But Jalen Ramsey also grabbed T. Higgins 31 seconds left in the first quarter on the one-yard line that would have given the Bengals first and goal from the one like it gave the Rams first and goal from the one, which they didn't call. Cool. Aaron Donald lines up offsides. On fourth down, they didn't call it. Cool. The entire Rams offensive line false starts in the fourth quarter. They didn't call it. Cool. And those so- were those to me were the ones that okay, you miss a face mask in the midst of a play with the Jalen Ramsey. You call holding on Logan Wilson. You know, I don't I disagree with both misses, right? I thought both of those were misses, but some of these are just basic fundamental. What is this picture supposed to look like when the ball is snapped and it's wrong? Like that was an entire, that was a false start. That was a false start. <laughs> like, it, the, like guys were lined up. That was a false start on the on the game winning touchdown. Guys were lined up offsides on fourth, like on on con- key continuous plays. And I understand you don't want to you don't want to you know put yourself into the game as a referee. But guess what? At this point, referees we're gonna look at it like referees are putting themselves in the game anyway. You might as well throw the flag if you think it's a penalty. Throw the flag because because it's it's lose lose for you, Mister Ref. It was almost like, man, they letting them play. Like, even on that catch, Jamar Chase made one-handed early in the game. Yep. Jalen Ramsey, illegal contact him at like 12 yards. He bumped him because he realized he was beat because he was sitting. They didn't call it. And that's okay. That's okay that you didn't call it because you're letting them play. It, to me, really? that play, I remember watching, the, oh, they're letting them play today. It was like, this is, a, this is a type of play that's going to set the trend for how this game is going. Yes, and so for them to come back and do that, it was like, ah. But then the Bengals had a chance to win it. And the Rams made adjustments. Raheem Morris, I give him credit. He made adjustments because if you go to that last play, the left guard of the Bengals, bro, what are you doing? The center is turning your way. Don't get beat outside because you know you have help inside because the center is turning your way. 
and he beats you like this. Willie Anderson, an offensive lineman for the Bengals, should be in the Hall of Fame. He always teaches these offense, don't two-hand punch. You work with independent hands as an offensive lineman, but a lot of these offensive line coaches in the league have never really played the position. They teach that two-hand punch. Aaron Donald is like, yes, two-hand punch. I'm getting to the quarterback. Each hand should work independently. He gets beat. Jamar Chase has a touchdown. The Bengals have a chance to win it. Joe Mixon should have been again, been on been on the field on third down. It sucks. The Rams made the plays because if OBJ doesn't get hurt, it looks like the Rams are going to run away with this game. That played a factor, but he did get hurt. And, and so it just sucks that you have to always say the officials inserted themselves in the game when other than that, it was really a good officiated game. It was a good game back and forth. Defense kind of took over the game at parts. And uh, yeah, congrats to the Rams. To me, the story of this game was the defenses. And then you add in kind of Bengals coaching galaxy braining this whole thing a little bit too much. They were just, the moment seemed a little too big. And you like to say, well, they'll get back and figure it out. But that, you know, present company notwithstanding, because Sean McVay did, that rarely gets an opportunity to happen and, and, and fruit itself in the way that people say that it will. But he does have a quarterback, and, you know, so that helps immensely when you to be able to win playoff games is to be able to guy have a guy who can really spin it and call the plays like that. But, but not have – like, Joe Mixon was not in the game for four different opportunities when the Bengals were in third and fourth and one. You look at a team that went four and 13 on third down, I don't know, TJ. Maybe there's a correlation in between those two because while Samaje Piran may have to boast the, the most college rushing yards in one game, Joe Mixon is like all pro caliber player this year. It was just a, it was just kind of mind-boggling that he wasn't in the game. And, and you know, for them to show trust in P. Ryan, great. This is Super Bowl, man. And yeah, Mixon got the ball quite often, but you need to hand the ball and get the ball to your best players in that situation. Um, you can just point to so like first half Bengals O-line, very good. Had a plan. We're gonna turn Aaron Donald. Raheem Morris adjusted. Okay. We're gonna overload the side opposite of Aaron Donald, make it look like we're blitzing. We're on, but we're gonna drop Von Miller that's on the same side as Aaron Donald. So yeah, we're blitzing, but we're still only rushing four because now we're dropping Von Miller. Center, you're going to turn Aaron Donald. Now we got three on two. Somebody's going to come free. And so they did make those adjustments. I just don't know what happened to that offensive line in the second half. They could not block the Rams. But it's a, you know, everybody said, we'll be back. They're young. We'll be back. I said the same thing when we lost to the Steelers. We'll be back. Right. We never got back. But I truly believe the Bengals are just getting started. They're better than we were. They're different than we were. All their players are young. The Bengals need to go get two high-level offensive linemen on, in free agency. Draft an offensive. You can really pay them three-year deals. Give them big money. Because in three years, that's when you got to start paying Joe, Jamar, yep. Higgins. So you, you sign those guys to three-year deals, big money, and you can make a three-year run at this to where you can really, really go for it. 
signed Jesse Bates. And like I said, they're just getting started. I don't believe this is a one-off type of season for Cincinnati. And I think that is the, not only is it the logical play, but 100% the right one for the Bengals to make going forward. Because I think when you look at this game, the Bengals, the Bengals, if it wasn't for Aaron Donald, I think the Bengals win this game going away. Yes. Because, <laughs> because okay, so they come down and, and Odell Beckham gets hurt. Maybe it's a little bit of I can revision this history or revision future, whatever. Because uh, let's even if Odell Beckham's ACL remains intact throughout the entire game, right? I still think, based off the way I've seen this Bengals team play against offenses, very, very potent off of Kansas City, so on and so forth, they can go down 14 and not blink, right? They, 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 we've seen it happen before. They've come back from these types of deficits before. Wow. We were sitting back thinking, damn, Odell might be on the track to MVP, uh, 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 Super Bowl MVP. I don't know how much the Bengals were thinking of that, right? We were just sitting there watching the game. Now, to me, you got Stafford. I've seen him do it a million times, but most of the time when he's pointing like this, he was throwing it to Calvin Johnson. This time it was Van Jefferson and it was in the Super Bowl and threw an interception to the aforementioned Jesse Bates, like you just mentioned, at the end of the second half. First of all, that buddy from the practice squad's got to go. Or whoever was hurt who came out there, come on, dog. This is hey, the Super Bowl. You, you, don't, you don't remember this dude? So Vernon Hargraves, he was a first-round pick. No, that's – okay, I just caught him back from Florida, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of crazy because they get the ball at the 25 yard line. They get that 15 yard penalty back them up to the 10. First play, they got like nine yards. So that would have put them at close to the 35, 40 yard line. And they probably could have gotten points out of that, played for a field goal. That felt, those 15 yards hurt them. It's kind of unfortunate, dude. Like, I would never think run on the field in flip flops, let alone without a jersey and a helmet on. Like, well, really crazy. Part of it to me, at least, thinks like, isn't there a level of I don't have my pads for safety? You know what I'm saying? Like, if I stand over here, nobody's going to mess with me. If I go out there, 11 people can hit me at any moment. I would want to be strapped up and ready to go. But but I think that cost them. I mean, and then – but the idea that you forced two turnovers in the middle eight, like that, that four minutes in between the second half, the four minutes left in the second quarter – and then the first four minutes of the third quarter, you forced two different turnovers and, and did not come out with two different scores from that. And that would have won the game right there. But the reason why they didn't, and this is, and the more I read about it, it just makes me more and more upset. Burrow was sacked five times in the third quarter. Okay. Seven total. And on the last two plays of the game, Aaron Donald said, no. You can't have it. Like I, making a play on P Ryan and then making the play dude, on Burrow. What's crazy about that play on P Ryan? Just go back to that. Like, dude, maybe I'm tripping. Corey Dillon is running through that and getting a, a couple of years. You're not grabbing Corey Dillon around the waist and stopping him and preventing him from getting one yard. If that's I, Joe Mixon, I don't know if you're grabbing him around the waist. And as soon as you grab them, it immediately stops them. Like, it was just like, damn, Aaron Donald, he's being blocked. And he grabs them and literally come here. It was just, 
Aaron Donald single-handedly won that game to a certain I thought I thought he should have been the MVP, but Cooper. Oh, Cooper, no, he, no, Cooper there's no Cooper argument to me. Last drive, but that hey, we must admit, bro, when you see the replays, Matthew Stafford, bro, is cold. Buddy was looking right here and threw the on the money. He no, he it was he dropped it. He he hit him for sure. He literally made Von Bell jump that route so he can throw the dig behind him. He jumped the snag so he can throw the dig behind him, but he no looked it and he was so accurate with his throw. But Cooper Cup took over in the fourth quarter. But bruh, Aaron Donald brought that game home in the voting. When the Bengals get the ball back and the Rams take that lead, you know the voting process is already over they're done which, voting which is insane to me so you mean to tell me okay so joe burrow comes down there and throws i don't know i don't know gets to the 50 yard line or you know what instead of that second and one where he throws it away let's say that's a touchdown to t higgins because guess what now t higgins now is your super change. bowl mvp now he's got, got two touchdowns change. five catches and 115 some yards that's a super bowl mvp but no we already gave it to cooper cup because we've got a vote on this with two minutes and 15 seconds let the game's not over tj what the fuck Hey, that's really crazy, though, because if the Bengals had won, then you got to change your votes anyway. So why not wait till the end anyway? Exactly. So the Bengals, so if the Bengals won that game, T. Higgins catches another 45-yard touchdown pass. Cooper Cup is still going to be your MVP because he took over on the drive before the game-winning drive. That doesn't Aaron Donald was the MVP of the Super Bowl. It was a robbery, in my opinion. Because on on the game, look, when the offense tried to get a game away, he was right like. All up and through the backfield in the second half in the third quarter. Then, when I, this is the moment, right? That's the moment. This is that was going to be the moment. That was going to be the start of the Joe Burrow, Tom Brady. Is it? Can it be? Right? You know, down a field goal, less than two minutes left in the, in the biggest game of your career of your life. And Joe, to that point, had played pretty damn well. No turnovers. No fumbles. He gets down there. We're having an entirely different conversation about how just the legend of Joe Burrow as it grows. Can he lose a championship is the topic on Monday. Not, you know, congratulations to the Rams. Dude, I'm sure things will change. Everybody, I, I don't mind it going to Cooper Cup. He had a great season. But the Super Bowl 99 pretty much put the team on his back and said, I got you. And so when, when you make the plays he made, like if he doesn't beat, I don't think people understand it. If he doesn't beat the left guard as quickly as he does, if the left guard understands the center's turning my way because 99 is lined up in front of me, I'm going to set outside because I have help. Dude, literally Jamar Chase is catching a game winner. Game winner. Or maybe not a game winner. The Rams would get the ball back <laughs> and see if they could score. But I can't be mad at Cooper Cup, even though I felt I can't be mad at Cooper Cup winning the MVP, even though I felt Aaron Donald was uh, more deserving. Let me ask you this. What do you make of the reports of Sean McVay retiring and Aaron Donald retiring? Before we do that, let's take a quick break. 
I'll say this, TJ, about these reports of Aaron Donald and Sean McVay retiring. If Sean McVay retires from coaching, genius. You can't get no better because you know what he's going to do. He's going to get paid a million dollars. I say a million dollars because it's a lot of money to a guy like me. He's going to be paid an absorbent amount of millions of dollars. Twenty. <laughs> $20 million, right? You know, I got I to gotta stretch it out, right? And he's going to have what's going to have to work 17 weeks a year as a color commentator on TV, right? You know, and a, and maybe a 10th of the time that he puts in the coach and would be put in the TV. None of the, barely any of the time, you know, you talk about how, how he's big into his preparation and so on and so forth. Well, he could take one tenth of the time to prepare for his TV job. Okay. And then on top of that, he'd be good at it. He's got, he's got a good face. Right. He's got a he's got, doesn't have a terrible voice on top of that. Like he's not somebody that's hard to listen to or hard to look at. And then on top of that, he's young. He can do he can be on TV for the next 40 years, ostensibly, when you look at some of the guys who are calling color games right now, calling play by Al Michaels is in his 70s. Sean McBay is 36. I don't hate it one bit. I'd say to me, it sounds like he's cheating the game and he's figured out the right way to go about it. If he does decide that he's, I mean. You got the championship. You win the two. Hey, I, I I initially thought as soon as I heard it, I said, "Oh, it's a money grab." McVay trying to get paid. He he want he want that honor to give him some more uh, sure money on the front end instead. Of, he need he need two numbers before that comma instead of one. Right. And so I said, "Ah, he he trying to get." 16 17 18 million a year to coach and then it hit me kevin o'connell just took the minnesota vikings job the super bowl ended two days ago why hasn't kevin o'connell had a press conference with the vikings yesterday or today or just been scheduled normally that's what you do. You win a Super Bowl, yes. Let's do this press conference because I am the new head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. I believe this has some legs because if McVay retires, I believe O'Connell believes I may be next in line. So let me right. hold off on going to Minnesota so I can get this Rams job. I don't know, but that gives me some pause to say McVay has probably talked to O'Connell and said, Hey, I'm serious about this. Aaron Donald, he's not retiring. Dude just finished his eighth year. He's 30 years old. He's the best defensive player in the national football league. And I don't think it's close. He's saying, look, man, I'm the fifth or sixth highest paid defensive player in the league. Uh, let me get this money, make me the highest paid player in the league. And I come, if Aaron Donald leaves the Rams, they're done. If Aaron Donald is not on the Rams, they are done. I I 100% agree with that. But the, also the thing about Aaron Donald is I think he's like two or three years away from having a legitimate – I think right now he got a legitimate conversation as best defensive player of all time. He's two, If he keeps up with some of the stats and some of the ways that he – is the accolades he's compiling, I think that eventually it's just going to be – you know. LT was great. Watch the tape. Don't no disrespect, but just look at the numbers. Look at the stats. Look at the in, in a league in which you know passing league, offense favorite, the quarterback, all of this. Like 
it's just incredible to see what he did and to me in the second half of that game. He solidified the MVP, which is infuriating because it was just they gave Cooper Cup like a playoff award for the MVP, and that's fine. But it's just it's not, you know, Aaron Donald won the Super Bowl. Like he just it's just the way that it happened. Like and 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 to Sean McVay's retirement point, he can retire now as offensive boy genius right even though that luster kind of fell off after after the 13 to 3 super bowl and they kind of had their 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 struggles what did the rams do they went all in they went all in a whole bunch and what happened in this game this is a game the Bengals forced two turnovers or just even go back to the playoffs they they should have walked off against brady and had to withstand that comeback to win by three you know what I'm saying? That they pounded the Cardinals, so that was good, right? So the second two games, they won about six points combined. That's that close. It's that close to the margin. And then you get to the Super Bowl, turn the ball over twice, run the ball for uh, – how, EP- how, about, how about the how well they played against the Niners after looking like, oh, it's over. They're losing. They're not going to the Super Bowl. It, it, but, it's, and like, for me – you see the way that the Rams played offense in this in this in this season. Matt Stafford, I watched his whole career in Detroit. He's the same guy he was in Detroit. I'm not trying like he's surrounded by better talent here and put in better positions to win, and that's why. But that point and throw into the end zone, seen that before. That you know, we've seen that happen in big games with Matt Stafford. The Bengals had every opportunity to win this game, and and if I'm Sean McVay, I feel like I may be able to run out of town. Uh, with my reputation a little bit higher and more pristine than it would have been had Joe Burrow came down and led that game winning drive. Cause then, then we're looking at, wow, the, the Rams couldn't run the ball at all. Wow. The Stafford, you know, traded all this money for Stafford. He threw two interceptions. Jared Goff couldn't have done that. Like it changes all the, the tone and tenor of everything. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, I'm, the game, the, the Rams had a really good playoff run. Yes. Blowing out the Bucks, made it a close game, beat the Cardinals pretty handily, looking like they're dead in the water against the Niners. They come back and win that. Although I feel like they 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 were helped by, by the refs. You still got to make the plays at the end. Right. The refs ain't scored that touchdown. Um, Bengals had the chance to go win the game, and, and they didn't, and it was because 99 said, nah, not on my watch. And so this is why the NFL is the best game in the world, man, because I said this like, what other sport? Who had the number one pick in the NBA draft this year? Uh, Or last year? The Minnesota They got Anthony Edwards. They got Anthony Edwards. And then this year it was the Detroit Pistons. They got Kay Cunningham. Cunningham. Yep. Will either one of those two teams, either one, be in the NBA Finals in the next five years? The Timberwolves are trending to make the playoffs, but Absolutely I think that accentuates your, your overarching and, point. And so when you look at it, you can go 2-14 and 14 and two years later be in the Super Bowl. That's what I love about the NFL. The parity, the... You can work and go from worst to first or worst to almost being at first. It is nothing like it. I, I, I'm actually pissed 
And here we are towards the end of February. And I look and I say, oh man, we gotta wait just to August, the preseason. Like, God, that's so long. And I don't even want time to tick to August because as time ticks to August, that means TJ's getting older. I want to Benjamin button this and go back with it. I can't. So, you know, it's kind of hard for me. <laughs> I say this, man. I always have this feeling as I'm watching the Super Bowl of like, man, this is awesome. This is the biggest game. This is a, this is a national holiday. This is the one day that everybody cares about as much of football as I do. But then it's always bittersweet because it's like, damn, this is over for a nice summer. But you know what, though? The season was here. We had a good one. It's time to take some time off to recoup, recover, get back healthy, both you, me, and the players, right? Hey, it's hard you know to do a podcast do? every week. You know what I need you to do? Huh? Um, I need you to get to get with uh, the Extra Point podcast people. And please, hopefully they'll hear this. Let them know. Can they send me video of me being Nostradamus two years in a row of picking the Bucks and the Rams, please? I tell them I would really appreciate that. I'll see what I can do. I'm sure that the Extra Points podcast people will listen to it, as I am the Extra Points podcast person for the Pepper Parlay podcast. So we'll see what I can do for you, TJ. I I just, you know, because let's be honest. I'm probably the only one in media that done this two years in a row. Guarantee I am. Guarantee. I I am going to strongly doubt that fact to be true. I bet you I'm not going to go and do it, but I feel confident enough. That if we shout it out loud enough, long enough on Twitter, we could find some receipts of some people coming up and having the same opinions. However, TJ, oh, you'll you get people any credit say, away from hey, I have a feeling that they'll go to the Super Bowl. No, don't have a feeling. Put your name on it and stick with it. Who you got going to the Super Bowl? I got the Bucks and the Chiefs. Uh, the Bucks gonna win. Bam. Pick both teams and the winner. I said I had the Rams and the Bills. I'm taking the Rams to win mm-hmm. it. I was off with the Bills, but the Rams won it. I just want to, I, you know, just want to uh, see. Well, you know, I find more, more uh, that I want. I'm the one that sold you on the Cincinnati Bengals, and you over here talking about the Bills. So there you go. So if you want to tell, make sure you tell everybody that as to why you got only three of the four because you didn't listen to me for the fourth one. No, it was that game. I was pissed when we lost to the Jets and then the Bears. I was like, how does this happen? And they just took off. And a lot of teams will get complacent going into next year. I truly believe it's something about what they have with all these dudes being young. It's not going to happen. Well, and, and, and you know what else, too? I'm thinking about it. They're young and have a pedigree of, of, at least in the star playing positions, a pedigree of winning. Like Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase at LSU were used to winning titles. T. Higgins at Clinton, like he was in college, they were competing at the highest age. And there was that was the expectation. You know what I'm saying? Even Jonah Williams, the, uh, the offensive tackle draft from Alabama, the expectation was that they were going to be playing, you know, basically in front of the bright lights in the big city type deal. And it's just, it just gives me – it's something I find interesting. And and they are young, but, like, Joe Burrow's a little bit older to be a, a, a second-year quarterback. I do think – I think the future is very bright in Cincinnati, even though I probably at this point sitting here right now, I think I would lean the Ravens to win the division. But I think Cincinnati would be a very live wild card. That division is going to be tough because you would assume the Browns are going to be better. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll, they'll be better. 
the Steelers, if they find a quarterback, one thing they will do is play defense. Right. That, that division is no is no cakewalk. But the Ravens aren't aren't better than the Bengals, man. The Bengals are are better. The Ravens, although they have a new defensive coordinator, they'll still be pretty good. Will they bring Calais Campbell back? Will that have that void up the middle? Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peter, both coming back off injury. And so they, they, they have some moving parts to where they'll be good, but I, I don't believe they're better than the Bengals as we are today. I talked to Marcus Peters uh, this weekend. He is a, an interesting character, to say he's the least. He's a dog, bro. He is very interesting. He's a I, very interesting character. Yeah, he's a dog. He, ju he just so competitive, say no filters, say whatever I'm thinking, period. How about this? I was outside of the party with Mike Vick, uh Marshawn uh Marshawn Lynch, Marcus Peters, and Najee Harris. So like Mike Vick and those the, the Oakland dudes pretty much. Filters were, you know, you, you more filters in a pack of cigarettes than you would find in that area. I promise you. There was no filter to be had. And it was just, I was just sitting back, kind of like, oh, so this this is pretty cool. So this is what football players, this is how football players talk when they're around football players and me. That was uh, a yeah, pretty. They probably thought they probably thought you was a light skinned corner. Nah, corner. nah. Mike told him who I, Mike Mike uh, Mike was like you know what I'm saying because uh, basically because I kind of walked up and they're like, who, who are you? <laughs> he's like nah nah scale yeah yeah nah he cool he cool and so then they started just uh talking about all the town business as uh, they say in Oakland. Yeah, but uh, no, nah, it was a good time. I had a, I had a good time this weekend at the Super Bowl, and uh, I didn't actually go to the Super Bowl, but being around the events should be interesting. Next year is in Phoenix on Fox. Oh, the other thing too, as I think about this, is Sean McVay retirement. The Rams going forward, that situation. I'm not saying it looks dire because I feel like the salary cap is things that only exist for teams that, that use that to say that the fans, that they're trying to compete, but it's they aren't. It's tough for them. But it's going to be tough. It's, it looks real ugly. Aaron Donald wants a deal. Von Miller's a free agent. OBJ's a free agent. He probably won't even play until November, December, if he plays at all. They want to extend Matthew Stafford. Andrew Whitworth is retiring. Your center's a free agent. And your right guard is a free agent. That's seven guys right there. I believe Darius Williams, your starting corner opposite yep. Ramsey, is a free agent. Eric Weddle's a free agent, but he's going to retire. You'll get Fuller back. They got problems. Yeah, um, you started a guy off the couch. He he was wearing a captain's uh, captain C and the green dot in the Super Bowl, and he only played four games this year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, it's like. You, I'm gonna give Raheem Morris his credit because, and not many people talk about that adjustment that he made. Um, you're gonna slide your center to Donald. Okay, we're gonna overload the other side. Okay, we're gonna run some games with Von Miller on the other side. He he did a really good job of uh, seeing what they were doing, making adjustments. NFL, the best game in the world. I can't wait for August, but I hope it takes its time because when August comes, that means I'm getting older and I don't like it. Well, I do know this. Uh, it would be very interesting if Raheem Morris talked about all this Sean Miller retiring. Kevin O'Connell still takes the Minnesota job and Raheem Morris becomes another black head coach. That's a great point there. It that could is, be. Hey, great it point. could happen. I mean, but. yeah. That, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. That's a great point. I doubt it happens, but uh, that would actually be pretty cool. Well, TJ, 
It was a fun season with you, buddy. Made a little bit of money. We lost a little less. But at the end of the day, it was an entertaining football season. And we both were pretty doggone right in the playoffs. And I feel like that's what matters. How do you yeah. perform yeah. When, the, when the chips are on the line? Hey, it's not a goodbye. It's until next time. Amen. Okay. Oh,